I'm ready, nigga. All right, let's go. Did you get all that? I got it. most of that. All right, word. <laughs> Welcome to Say No More Podcast. Uh, Say No More Podcast. I'm sitting here with one of my mans and shit. He's a uh, he's a community man. He's a family man. He has a family. I you know what I mean? He has a family. I've got a family. Huh? I've got a family. Yeah, he's got a family, man. He cuts hair. He does a lot of shit. He gets turkeys out. You know what I mean? It's, I'm sitting here with Fat Man the Barber, man. I don't give out turkeys, bro. Man, stop lying. I saw you giving out turkeys. Now, anyway. <laughs> anyway, who's giving out turkeys? Who's younger? Anyway, man, we'll get right into it, man. How long you been cutting hair for, man? And what made you even want to get, in, get into that? Did it happen at a young age? Like, like how'd that happen? Man, all right, so when I was younger, we moved to the suburbs. And we kind of was out there, like, messed up. Like, we was the richest broke niggas or the brokest rich niggas, whichever way you wanted to look at it. Uh, and one year for Christmas, all we got was like one gift. And it just so happened my gift was some clippers. And I was, so like, like it was like, because when you say we, it was like you had, you had siblings? Yeah. Like, like, so like, what was like their gift? If you got the clippers, did, 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 did y'all all get clippers and you was the only one? I think uh, Juice got a punching bag and Tez got a Nintendo DS. DS and she bought me some clippers because okay. I was uh I kind of grew up in a barber shop and when we moved to the suburbs it was just too far um and I wasn't going to go get my hair messed up in a mall for <laughs> in Birdsville for you didn't want dollars. Thomas you, you didn't nah. want Thomas the train instructor to cut your hair yeah, basically nah, yeah. basically so uh I got some clippers and I I tried to go mess their hair up I tried to show her like that was a bad idea to give me them for Christmas. So initially, when you when so your mom first got you the Clippers. Yeah, and I cut Tez's hair first before I got the chance to cut Juice's hair. So you fucked it. You you tell me you was fucking their heads up on purpose. I tried to, and didn't work out that way. Though. So you tried to fuck their head up, and their head ended up being. It lit. actually looked out like kind of decent. And we was in the suburbs. Wouldn't nobody know what a good haircut was. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're a saint or a devil. Man, it just it happened to be a blessing, bro. So, like, at what point did you fall in love with the shit? Man, it was a while, a while after we moved back to the hood, and I started cutting everybody in the locker room hair, and you know, once I kind of came to realize that my hoop dreams and football dreams wasn't where it was at, like, um, I just kind of worked with what I had. Living in the suburbs, cutting hair was an easy way to make money. When I came back to the city, it was like. Shit, extra ten dollars here and there ain't gonna hurt. So like when you came to the cities, like when did you basically when you were in the suburbs cutting here when you came to the cities, was the impact about money different? Like did, was it just was, did, was it like a at, big difference or was it just like a difference type shit? Um, at the time I wasn't really concerned about money when I like when I first moved back. I was a freshman and like as long as I didn't get talked about at school for my right. clothes and shit, I was cool. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like for real, like I already had a disadvantage. I'm fat. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean nothing though, man. Bro, like, hey, look, y'all I niggas had... been winning for like the last ever since Biggie died. Y'all <laughs> niggas been winning. Like Sean Kingston came and had a hit. Mad fat niggas that came in and fucking ran some shit up. So it's like at the same time, maybe that was to your advantage. Maybe. You didn't Maybe. know. Who knows? But it worked out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I ain't bad at it. Shit. I'm All a right. cool fat dick. <laughs> how, how, uh, how would you describe, like, how you built your brand? Because I know you went from, like you said, you went from cutting hair in the locker room. And I personally know you used to cut hair out your mama's 
Yeah. Bathroom, you used to come out, cut hair off the truck. You did a lot of crazy, different shit I've never seen personally, like, even to this day. Man. So, like, like, where did that come from? Like, did somebody teach you how to, how to, how, like, how to, like, sell yourself or how did you, you know what I mean, build your brand like that? Like, really, it just kind of started as, like, something that was consistent, something that I could always rely on to make a few dollars. Um, as I started to get older, like, that became important to me, and it was like, you know, no matter what I was trying to do, cutting hair was always there. It was always going to be the thing that you was going to do? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't realize it was what I was going to do until I was a little older. But, like, it was something I always could do. If you could go back, like, 10 years right now, where would you see yourself being? Because I know you probably wouldn't see this like this. So, like, where would you see yourself going, like, 10 years ago? 10 years ago, like, you know what I mean? Man, uh, I definitely would have had big aspirations. But at the time, I probably wouldn't have been old enough to realize what I had to do to reach it. You think you would have been a drug dealer, huh? Nah. Yeah. I was, no, I was you like you like selling drugs, kind of. Nah, man. <laughs> Unless haircuts are a drug. They are. Actually, yeah. I actually said that. Me and you was talking about that one day. I think they are a drug for certain. For, I mean, it's a drug, but like weeds, some people call weed a drug. Mm-hmm. But like heroin is a drug for sure you know what i mean yeah. but like maybe your haircut may may you know what i mean it could be a drug for certain people because i personally seen some of the work you've done to some of these you know these homeless rich niggas you know what i mean and yeah. it's brilliant it's Man, brilliant i, I want to i definitely appreciate everybody that. give Spotty a round of applause for that please man yeah. let's go yeah man let's go oh you ain't gonna pick yourself up nigga oh my god he's one of those <laughs> no man but uh like shit it's just do you take, like, what type of pride do you take in your work to make that uh, happen? Like, for you to say, sometimes a haircut is a drug, you know what I mean? Man, it's just really how it can make you feel. Like, right. I, don't, I don't seen a haircut, like, really done change somebody's whole perspective on the situation. Like, What you mean and, by that? Can you, can you give me an example? Like, the, the relaxation of getting a good haircut and being taken care of in the chair, like, it's, it's the reason women go to the spa. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a, a haircut can be so much more than just a haircut. Exactly. You know, I some of my clients entrust me with some of their they deepest fears, secrets. Like, it's a release. It's somebody that you know you can trust to not only take care of you, but you can get something off your chest. That's real. Like. And, like, a lot of men, you know what I mean, especially, like, black men, you know, really, they don't really get that. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like your barber probably closer to you than a lot of your fucking family members is at the end of the day. Man, I, do, you, do you think that's what it is to like a certain a certain degree? I think with the way the world is today, it's not really many times where somebody's showing you that much undivided attention. Right. And it just makes it easy to be able to hold a conversation. Like, they're actually paying attention to what you're talking about. Right. So, a slight conversation about a sports team, anything concerning the somebody relating it to their life and they're they telling you how they feel and you know the fact that you can be that release to somebody the fact that you can make somebody feel better when they leave is uh-huh. like that's that's probably one of the things that make me the most proud like people really don't there's a lot of people that don't get their haircut yeah. just for a haircut like, right. I, I'm trying to sell an experience I'm trying to sell an experience I like that <laughs> like man yeah I like that <laughs> You got to put that shit on the t-shirt Man, or it's, a, it's, shit. it's a lot of dope barbers out here. It's a lot of people that can cut hair. What's and some like, what, what, what's some dope barbers that you, if you know, you know? Man, like, it's it's a lot of them. Like, rest in peace to my brother Cody. Like, he definitely was my favorite barber. Take a shot for Cody. Man, a shot for Cody, man. But, 
man, really, I like Chapman, um, B. Cole, Lil Bro Ray Butter, like the whole Privilege staff, everybody at <coughs> Details. Shout out to my barber too. I get cut by Don Julio. If can't get in with me, go get in with him. Don um, Julio, where's he cut at? He's at Details Barber. Oh, he's with Ant? Uh, yeah, he's with Ant down there. Right. Um, That's what's up. Like, man, and it's a lot of dope barbers on the other side of the river. Like, I ain't really too tapped in with all the Minneapolis barbers. I know a lot of big names. Shout out to Aquay too. He was just recently spotlighted on um, one of the news stations. Right. Um, but yeah, like, Minnesota's a, a, a breeding ground for barbers. Like, We've had the longest, um, the longest running barber school here, other than Chicago, I believe. That us? Yeah. I didn't like, even know that shit. So like, when did that record get like broken? Or like, like, like when was the time that shit happened? You know what I mean? I don't know. I think it's been like open for eighty some years. So we've been killing. So like, it's been like yeah, kind of like, tradition type thing. Yeah, there's not a lot of places where their license, barber's license, is accepted in Minnesota. Right. But ours is accepted everywhere, but in like two states. So like, moving on from that a little bit, I know you 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 know you a big football fan and all that shit. You know what I mean? I know we we both kind of depressed right now. We're Man, dealing, we're dealing with our Vikings, nigga. You know, all you niggas don't don't laugh. Like niggas don't laugh. Bro. Yeah, you bitch ass nigga. He's a y'all suck fan. too. Y'all owe two too. Anyway, 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 Philly fan. Anyway, he's a Philly fan. Them niggas is owe two. Anyway, to in a good way. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, that was good. I ain't, I have no rebuttal. You can't read, nigga. Anyway, <laughs> your mom can't yeah. read. I ain't gonna say that about Teresa. Why would you say that? Teresa, you know you can read. Yeah, Teresa, he, that's him. That's not me. Anyway, love you, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't <laughs> Nino Brown. I love you, mom. <laughs> anyway, but now back on the football subject. I know we both struggling with that. So like. I know you, you know, you've been cutting hair a long time. How was it for you to cut your first Vikings player's hair knowing you were a fucking diehard motherfucking Viking fan? Like, you made, me, you made me more of a Viking fan than what you may have known, nigga. Like, so, like, what Man. What was your first, first off, who was the first player, how did it happen, and how did you feel cutting his hair? I know you was nervous. Man, and you put his hair I, like, Man. of course I He's right. been getting cut by me for five years. And who was uh, that? Shout out LJ, man, Linval Joseph. He's currently with the Chargers, number 95, but that's We miss my boy. you, bro. We definitely miss you. We miss you, bro. Hey, we miss you. The Diggs, we miss you, too. <laughs> we miss you. But, yeah, man, so, like. Bro, it's ugly right now. We ain't got no pass rush, bro. Yeah, I don't want to get, because we get depressed about that shit man. so easily. But, uh, yeah, shout out Linval Joseph. He's been getting cut by me for a while now, and it was, like, it was dope as shit, like. How'd that happen? Like, 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 when that, like, did, like, he call you or did somebody else say, yo, my man's need a haircut, um, and boom, like, I know it wasn't just like, I, got, I just live on Joseph, I, I need a haircut, I, I wasn't like that. No, I definitely got an assist, uh, from the Twistmaster, Miss J, mom, she, uh, she really looked out for me, she had a couple Vikings players she brought to me, but LJ was the first, and, you know, after him, I, it kind of, like, kept growing, like, okay. pretty much at one point, I was cutting a lot of the people from the D-line, okay. um, Daniel, man, uh, Daniel Hunter, that's my guy. He's here every couple of weeks. Uh, it's a lot of them, and it's like it's just dope knowing that, like, with them, I can get a different perspective on what football actually is. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, just because, like, is it kind of like you always thought a certain way, and then you talk to these dudes, and it's like, damn, it's really a business. Like, that's the, that's right. their job, and it's like. 
a lot of the times you would think they don't want to talk about it, but like to somebody that you know, again, it's a release. You can talk about right. you can talk about what's going on. Right. They like it's a, it's a safe place. Right. But like, man, I, I I really like understand what's going on in the NFL right now. And, oh, that uh, shit. Yeah, like this. <sighs> it's it's, a, it's a, being a Vikings fan. Yeah, being, being a Vikings fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did Towns really request a trade, bro? That's what I kind of heard, man. And, and uh, speaking on you know Timberwolves and all that, how you feel about Timberwolves? I know you're a wolf's, you a huff puppies fan. Huff puppies. Anyway, Lamelo Ball. Should they take him or should they trade him? If you want to sell tickets, you take him. What if? What if? What? what like? What do you mean by that? Like, you don't think Man, he'll be good for the team? I, or like, I think he'll be great for any team. Uh-huh. But in all honesty, I think it'll take away from what we got and what we're trying to build. Like, his offense, if we going to use the draft. For one, we suck at drafting, bro. We really mess up when we pick players. Mm-hmm. Like, not a lot of them pan out. And from the sounds of it, if Towns wants out, that one ain't pan out for us neither. Uh, but, yeah, man, trade them. Go get uh, – I mean, trade that pick. Go get you uh, somebody that can affect your team now. Somebody that can help you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm – I don't know what truth there is to it, but Ben Simmons, like, Go try to go get Ben Simmons. Try to go get somebody, bro. Like Devin Booker has been in that talks for a while. Oh. I, I wouldn't know. No. <laughs> um, but yes, you gotta go get somebody that can help your team win now. Because again, you got young players in their prime. They're not gonna want to chill for no reason. Love you too. Jerk off. <laughs> anyway, how you feel about Jimmy Butler? Damn near about to go to the finals. After we just had him and shit. Man, that. He, he told us what he needed, and once he got that, it was cracking. He said all he wanted some people that's going to play hard. Once he started playing hard. So you blame the management on that? Huh? I said you blame the management? Bro, who else is there to blame for the last <laughs> 20 years for this bullshit? Y'all fucked up with KG. Oh, my motherfucking. God. How to, Don't say Stephon Marbury. Bro. All right, the nigga that's choking coaches, uh, Latrell Sprewell. That nigga Stephon Marbury still got me blocked on Instagram. I just wanted to say that because I just wanted to say, that's corny, my dude. You grown, you a grown man. You from Brooklyn. You got a documentary on Netflix. I liked it. I gave it four stars, actually. I did. It was nice. I rated it. I don't rate nobody's shit. I'm blocking you, my nigga. Anyway. <laughs> The Starberries was a lot for the community. You just they gotta did, say that. Man, they was great for the community, bro. You don't know what Starberries did. Man, yo. Boy, I lived in a... Stephen Berries was 12 minutes from my house. <laughs> Are you admitting to having a pair of uh, Starberries? Yeah, hell yeah, I lived... Bro, I ain't even just hear me say I was the richest broke nigga, the brokest rich nigga. Yeah, but I thought, like, that means, like, you got, like, Jordans, but you, like, you nah, don't got a car. Bro, like, we lived in... Are a... you being a bottle? You be downtown Minneapolis with the bottles, the bottle serving nah, girls? Bro, like, we lived They be in... homeless, too. I was in a four-story townhouse boiling bathwater in a fireplace, nigga. Like, that type of shit. I don't even know what that means. I do, but I don't. I was a different type of broke, I guess. Hey. It was a motherfucking trap. Anyway, anyway, moving moving on from that. Who are, like, some of your influ- your biggest influencers to cut hair? I know you had to have somebody you looked up to when it comes to cutting hair. Man, definitely uh, big cuz. Owner at Clean Cuts. Uh, I worked at Clean Cuts on Selby for years. 
That shit burned down though, ain't it? Yeah, man. But um, there's still clean cuts on University. They're not too far from me. They're up on um, University and Herschel. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he been doing his thing for a long time. And he kind of you know, bought me a pair of Clippers when I was a shorty for one it. of them birthdays. Uh, you know, and he definitely was one of the big influences to cut hair. Did he kind of like teach you like, who taught you about like owning a building? Cause I know you got like a whole you, you like you like own a space like you know what I mean. Who taught you about that? Man, it was. Did he kind of help, or was it like a collective type um, of? You know, when I I never really had aspirations to own nothing when I worked at Clean Cuts. I was still young and okay. you know I was cutting hair. Like I always felt like there it was. I didn't start taking it seriously until like I got older. Um, but like one of the big helps in you know seeing how to run a business and how to get things going was Ben. At Man Cave. I was at Man yeah, Cave. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, shout out to Ben. Man, yeah. shout out to Ben. Like, Ben showed me that, like, you know, there, there's a way to get stuff done. You can pay to get stuff done. You can do stuff yourself. But why not learn how to do something while you're doing it? Right. Like, Ben, like, real life showed me, like, be cutting hair one minute. And as soon as the shop closed, he done cut a hole in the wall because he's putting in the AC. Or he's not, like, Ben really get to it. And, like, watching him really made me want to. Try to get some Try stuff to get your own too. shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, you came a long way from, like, even your shit right now. Like, your shop, like, you you didn't went through, like, phases where you had different barbers in here, where you had man. yourself in here, where you done remodeled it. Now you got it to, like, you know what I mean? You, you, you on a different path of, you know, getting into more where you wanted to be and shit. So, like, I said all that to say this. How'd you feel about, you know, the riots and shit when that shit was happening and they was destroying everything? You know what I mean? Like, man. I mean... First off, R.I.P. George Floyd. You know what yeah, I mean? We're going to say that. We're going to say that. Everybody We're not going to dismiss that at all. But, um, like, how do you feel about that being, like, a business owner? Were you, were, like, were you concerned? Were you worried about that while all that was happening? Was you out here? Um, yeah, I definitely was out here protecting my business. Um, it was a scary situation as a, a business owner. Um, but it was a proud moment as a, a black person, a black business. Like, mm-hmm. You know the the riots and the, the everything it was to to raise awareness and to show that like this this ain't right and we can't keep letting this happen. Like so, what way to get a message across? What better way than to take away money? Like money motivates a lot of what goes on. Yeah. And most of the people that are making decisions for us, most of the people that's in positions of power, they got money, and that money is what allows them to be able to be them people in power so you know a lot of people was like well why mess up all the businesses in the hood where the black people live and you know shout out to the community one for being able to recognize what where minority owned businesses businesses of color you know it was a lot of senses rioting out here but all of the peaceful protesting and the, like the awareness that arose like this is the largest civil rights movement in american history in terms of like how many different places was involved that's a fact, man. You know what I always tell people? And, like, we got to give COVID the assist. Like, COVID yeah, was motherfucking like, Dwayne Wade. And, bro, like, like, it really, like, he was LeBron. We like, had a lot of We got to really understand that because a lot of people, but that's why I'd be like, 2020 is a bad year. It is crazy, but, like, I'd be telling niggas, I don't think the shit would have made the movement it did if COVID, if everybody wasn't forced to not go to work. Yeah. Motherfuckers sit sitting in the crib. Angry I didn't get to for see. Three months. Like, yeah, they angry for a lot. Of, I told a lot of motherfuckers just wanted to get money. You know what I mean? They just uh-huh. wanted to do what they do. But at the end of the day, hey, it's casualties of war. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. We need uh, and they kind of help. They help. Yeah, definitely. Like it was. I don't know why niggas were stealing mannequins though at that Target. I still don't understand Ooh. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand. Like niggas, oh, the niggas dude. stole the mannequin. Like what the fuck he stole the mannequin? 
Maybe he had a clothing store, nigga. You don't know. That was out here wild. That nigga man. ain't got no fucking clothing hey, store. And to this day, it's still people trying to sell car batteries. And sh- I don't want that. I don't want car batteries. I don't want spark plugs. None of that shit y'all took out of right. order. So, y'all so you don't get yeah, none of that shit. So, none like, of that. Talking more about your brand and shit, man. You literally just dropped do-rags, wave grease, brushes, wave grease. Man. Beer, oil, all types of shit. How'd you do that, and who helped you do that? Was it like something you that I know? I know you got a, a partner in crime. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man, definitely got a partner. I know you got a partner in crime. In crime you know what I mean? Uh, Let's shout her out real man, quick. Shout out to my wife, Mariah. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out, shout out to I sis. Definitely, man. She definitely made a lot of this happen. Um, That's real. You know, in terms of being there, you know, giving me the support, coming up with ideas. Like she actually handles like all the products. All that shit. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm pretty much just a tester, me and my clients, like, everything that comes in and out, like, she's taking care of it, uh, and we definitely, like, COVID, like you said, COVID was the assist, like, it well, gave a lot of people a time to think and figure stuff out, like, and, like, we, we spent a lot of our time, you know, enjoying each other, enjoying our family, and enjoying being able to think together, like, just about everybody got laid off during the shutdown, like, right. it wasn't going to work, like, unemployment was backed up months like but we just really like figured it out we spent that time working together and you know bro like it's it's really a beautiful thing legacy clothing is in the works man for real speak man. on that i saw you post that the other day you had like some man. baseball type jerseys right so what's, yeah, man. So what's up was, with that yeah explain them, that them are actually uh one of one items you know them was i, I purchased them for you know close members of uh you know cody's family his wife um, I bought myself one, but those were kind of just, you know, items that were a preview to some of the uh, things we wanted to have coming out with you Legacy a, Clothing. Like, you got you know, a good feedback from it, right? Yeah, definitely. A big shout out to the city, a lot of support. Like, you know, I didn't even have any on hand and people were trying to place pre-orders and stuff. Like, I definitely appreciate that. You know, anything related to Cody, anything that can potentially make any money, you know, I'm... Uh, I donate back to the family. I'm gonna continue to donate back to the family because that's my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, like any, I, I'm not looking to gain anything. I just want to help keep keep my brother name lit, man. Like rest in peace. Yeah, I was just I was pouring up, man, for real. R.I.P. Man. But yeah, um, you know those those items right now um, are not gonna be for sale. Um, you know, we have t-shirts and sweaters and. A lot of different things in the work, you know, different, um, we got an exclusive brush about to drop, um, exclusive do-rags, you know, we kind of, you know, just trying to keep growing, keep doing different things and keep giving y'all things that, you know, that y'all continue to support. Like, I definitely appreciate the support from everybody, um, you know, as far as the products, I didn't expect to get the type of response that I got at all, um, but it's, it's definitely been dope. St. Paul's been really good to me, my... You know, my reach is starting to expand, and there's a lot of people that support it, so I want to just okay. thank y'all. Oh, that's real. You know. So to switch it up on a different note, you know, if everything is in the country. It's crazy, but it's not crazy because it's like the same has been there, so it's the same shit. Everything just coming to the light. Yeah, like, really. So, like, this is Breonna Taylor shit. R.I.P. to Breonna Taylor. R.I.P. to the Black Queen. How do you feel about that? I know we all get, you know, these emotions because, you know, niggas, you, you get real tight when you talk yeah. about what happened. I decided to ask you because, you know, me personally, I don't talk about my political shit on social media because yeah. I don't use it for that. I talk about it with the people that I, that I'm around. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't I don't I don't fall into that bait where 
we're stuck and we, we that's what they want to divide yeah. and conquer but anyway like, how'd you feel about uh, that bro it ain't no different and right. like to see the level of injustice that she received like how is an apartment wall more important than her like how's there justice for her neighbor's wall it's ridiculous, man. Like it ain't, it ain't no different than what we've been seeing like, right. all year long, like for years. Like this, this ain't nothing new. Like since ever. It's just now that social media has the impact on the world and the fact that we don't have to wait on Fox News or anybody else to deliver it to us. Like we can see it firsthand and in a few hours. Like it's viral. And that's like the that's it's a good and bad thing because you know how many dumb niggas be sharing fake news and yeah. they don't do no research. I delete niggas that do that now. Now, like, yeah. you know, you can't read. But, I mean, <laughs> you can't read. They, just, 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 but, like, they share they, some shit. They say, oh, LeBron James killed Keem, Han Jong, whatever the, his name is. And Le, oh, LeBron just saved the world from a nuclear war. Hey, and then the source. with LeBron? I love LeBron. I'm just saying he's a superhero. That's okay, what I'm saying. Yeah, right. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying, I said I had to say this. They fucking will be like, the, the source will be, Beer.com uh-huh. America. That'll be the source. And niggas uh-huh. still share it. Like, people don't, you know. Because they can't read. That's my problem. It's time to start reading. And understand what you read. Comprehension. Read Comprehend. that shit twice. Quiz yourself. <laughs> Man, you know, I, you I was write just something talking about twice. I see so many niggas write shit, they think it's deep. And then you be like, you can't read. Don't get me wrong, I autocorrect too. Fuck auto, fuck autocorrect too. Fuck them niggas. Them niggas, them niggas don't fuck with me. Anyway, <laughs> sometimes it's okay to respect autocorrect and just read. That's it. Just read. Anyway, back on this subject. What were we saying? Like, it's it's no different. It's everything that we always see. Uh, you know, look for All right, justice, French Montana. French Montana's leaving the building. <laughs> That's Shamar Moore. That's Shamar Moore. Uh... Man, but it's like again, bro. We don't see. Our juices in. Our juices. Our juices here. Our juices came in here. Yeah, he came in with Hennessy. Yeah, of course he came in with Hennessy. Yeah, he's I'm gonna sit next to Fat Man in a minute. I'm gonna drink some water for him. Anyway, no, you ain't got to sit there. You just slide in the chair, son. You good? I'm gonna drink some water. Hey, yeah, you can't read. Anyway, (laughs) back on uh, basically, you know, talking about the whole injustice and all this. How you feel about voting going forward? Because you know that shit has to be important. I'll be honest with you. I've actually been a motherfucker saying I'm not going to vote, and I don't know if that's true or not no more. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, yeah, like, man, the only, it's messed up because it's like, really the only way that they're giving us the option to make a change is to go vote. And a lot of people feel not like. Not really, though. A- unless you want to go run. Would you vote for Kanye? Nah, I wouldn't vote You know who I think should run for president? Oh. I think Booker T should run for president. <laughs> Booker T? Yeah. I think Booker T should run for president. They said Suck Dwayne up. Johnson was gonna. I don't like Dwayne Rock. Johnson. I think The Rock like would be a better president. Bro, Booker is. T. Booker T. said nigga on air, bro. That's why he should run for president. They're not gonna let that nigga be president. Barack man. ain't never said nigga on air. Man, Barack wore a tan suit and they lost their fucking mind, man. <laughs> he could be. He could be president hey, over there. He was a cool ass president too. He used to wear hey, shorts. And he shit. wore that. He wore a tan suit and they lost their fucking he mind. He wore that and everybody <laughs> lost it. Bro, it was like. <gasps> I'll be honest. I haven't seen no president wear no tan suit. Never. They look like he was gonna hop in a Cadillac. He's like, it's a suit. I was like, I was the first black president. I'm gonna be first nigga to wear a suit. But it's like, he wore a different color suit. Is there uh, is there any celebrities whose hair you wanted to cut that you never did cut before, or would you want to cut somebody's hair, or is that kind of gay? Nah, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. As a barber, every barber wants to cut LeBron James' hair. 
Why? Because I'll be honest, I feel like you need to cut that shit off. Is that what you want to do? Look, the, the, the excitement about it to me is like, LeBron, I can cut your hair and make it to where you don't got to cut it all off. You ain't got to be bald. You got a strong ass head. But, <laughs> I, <laughs> I can cut your shit and give you a shadow fade or something to where you, we ain't going to see you bald unless you need a haircut. Puff. Like, we got to cut that joint down. We got to get a nice ball fade right there. A nice low, like, that. Speaking of that, Kobe speaking of you, you said LeBron, what's the highest you ever charged a motherfucker for a haircut? Not COVID, before COVID. Because I know you don't uh, tax me a lot for hair anyway. Man, like, the idea behind cutting hair outside of my work hours is I want to tell you a number that's going to make you say no. Because <laughs> uh, I got a family. What's the- I got a family. <laughs> I got a family. I have a family. I have a family. I understand people be needing my services, and I don't never want to sound like a dick, but like I'm trying to go home. I want to go home and enjoy my kids. I want to enjoy my family, uh, and like I want to tell you a number that will respectfully make you say no. I don't never want to offend nobody. What's the highest you ever like? The highest I've charged. You tried to offend a nigga. He wasn't offended. He was like, "Word, let's do it." I I ain't never told nobody anything more than a hundred dollars for a haircut. What? I ain't never told nobody nothing. Nigga, do you know what you could be doing? Man, I'm not in the traveling right now. Okay, I that's real. I haven't you had have a family. Any, yeah, I haven't had an offer that's been entertaining enough for me to be in a situation where I got to charge an arm and a leg. It's going to come. House calls uh, during COVID, I just wasn't even offering them. Um, but like, house calls again. started at 100. Um, I know. But I the most I've crazy all of COVID. The the most I've ever gotten Jesus. for anger, you actually probably wanted to fight me during COVID. Oh, like, nigga, remember that? Remember I uh, I Facetimed you with the like, with bro. The, you don't want. I was about like, to kidnap that man. Yeah, like, I was bro. about to kidnap that man. He didn't even know he was about to get kidnapped. I yeah. saw him leaving the donut spot. I knew what time it was. I'm like, word, let's get this nigga right now. I got some clippers, so he ain't got no excuse. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna cut my hair. I'm gonna throw him. And then, man, you know, wifey gonna kill me later. I accept look, that, though. I definitely was trying to honor the <laughs> His state. His wifey gonna kill me later. with a good haircut. Look, I was trying to honor my licensing in the state and not cut hair in my shop. Okay. However, I'm not a fan of cutting hair when I'm not in my shop. Unless you're making it worth my while. Because you always lose something, you always leave something. But again, I can give you a better haircut in my shop. Plus, I paid for a place to cut hair. That's real. So, house calls, I, I'm, I'm like, they're at $100. Um, I've received two. 200 for one haircut um i've done three haircuts for five like stuff like that and those are athletes um but you know uh can they read a lot of them can read though. <laughs> uh, i think you gotta you gotta get through the clearinghouse to even the clear house, play okay. in college okay, okay. and I ain't, old enough, I ain't old enough to cut niggas that got to go to the league from high school that's real yeah them niggas speaking of high school here real quick how you feel about the high school sports here and where it's going you know what i mean i know we just had a big move here Everybody's dick riding, but we gonna show them love a little bit. Master P and his son lived here and oh, shit. Oh man, uh, I feel like everybody dick riding. Stop dick riding that man. Yeah, I feel like the floodgates definitely. Niggas. Shout out to Jalen Sugg, Tyus Jones, Trey Jones. You know that the recent years we've been able to consistently put out uh, recognizable talent. Gary I some, Trent. I wish Jr. some of them niggas came here. Man, yeah, we don't Minnesota be tripping, bro. We we passing them. Fuck them. Um, my bookie would love that. Man, my bookie would love that. Uh, but yeah, like we've we've produced a lot of basketball talent recently. We've got you know a couple guys from the that made it to the NFL. Shout out Tyler Johnson and Antoine Winfield Jr. But like, uh, 
you know, we're starting to be recognized. We got money behind our programs. We just got to have kids that is committed to wanting to, uh, you know, go there. Like, it's a lot of young athletes out here that's nice. You know, even growing up, I know a lot of athletes that could have went somewhere if they'd have been focused. So, like, that being said, y'all, young people in general, not just athletes, like, be focused on what it is you want to do. And is that, like, is that kind of like, because I was going to ask you, Lex, and, like, one of my last questions basically is, like, where do you want to, how do you want to impact your city and your community the most? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want your haircuts to, like, the, do you want to just affect your city, the community, the people you know, or do you want to, like, kind of reach a bigger scale than that when it comes to haircut? Because whether people want to admit it or not, the haircut business is a big business, especially yeah, now. It's just bigger than what it ever was. Niggas, yeah. niggas is traveling to get hair, to, to, to cut niggas' hair. And, like, it's yeah. doing it for a living. When I saw that shit, I'm like, nigga. That's beautiful, like, for a nigga to be like, yo, I got these clippers and that's it, like, to me, nigga that don't cut hair, it's like, yo, that's amazing to be able to do that, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, you, it's like you really, not to call you a hooker, it's like you selling yourself, though, you know what I mean? It's like a talent, you're selling your talent. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's the, weird. It's the same thing that anybody, it's a, it's an occupation, it's a job, and a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people really are invested in what they do, and those are the people that succeed, but like... I invest so much money into cutting hair, it don't make no sense. Like, right. over the years, I've bought in so many clippers, I've tried so many products, like, mm-hmm. you know, Sally's, every Sally's in the city know me by face, you know, shout out Miss Lori, Griselda Blanco, down at, uh... We shout out a lot of locals on this. Bro, a lot of, man, you know, it's a lot of people that help me, it's a lot of people that help me get to yeah. where I'm going, but Marvy Barber Supply, Griselda Blanco, Miss Lori, she is the plug. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm a retard because I don't know who she is. When you said that shit, I thought Bro, of, I thought a, of Griselda. Like, you, you did. He did. Yeah, I, I know. know. I know what you said. No. Hey, look, a barber, I met her through him. Other, but you know Other barbers understand, Miss Lori. If Conway? you're a barber and you got to purchase Conway? products, Miss Lori down at Marvy Barber Supply is going to take care of you. She's going to give you the best deals. You know, um, you know, she definitely is invested in the people, the company. You know, she calls you when the new clippers drop she lets you know what's going on so she makes it possible for me to be able to you know do what i do make sure i got top-notch tools to be able to give out top-notch haircut that's real man so like that's real man like you really like one of a kind when it comes to like what you're doing like when it comes to everything that you've been doing as a nigga that lived there my whole life i've never seen no barber do it and you know what i mean like you said i'm not it's, it's a lot of good it's a, it's amazing first off it's amazing Artists, rappers, entrepreneurs, you know, everything like, in Min- like St. Paul, Minneapolis, the Twin Cities in general. You know what Min- I mean? Minnesota, one of the most diverse places in the country in terms of where immigrants come from. People migrate from different states. So it's like with so many different people here, we got so much different stuff going on and so many different talents. Like we got dope artists. We got dope That's what I'm saying. designers. Mm-hmm. Every, like you were That's saying, what I'm saying. Every, yeah. Like, bro, it's, it's so much talent here and all we got to do is support like some of these other bigger markets. What do you think our biggest problem is here with when it comes to that? You think we don't support? You think... Because I personally think everybody's with a, is in a competition. Me personally, I'll be honest, I... Anybody that's doing some shit that they wasn't doing two years ago or a year ago and somebody's been doing it or whatever the case is, you got to support them. If I'm su- I, I'm supporting anybody. If you yo man yo, you know what I mean. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm on them niggas. I'm gonna support you no matter what. I'm not in competition with you because to me, competition means I'm trying to take you out. Yeah, man. and I'm not. If I'm trying to take you out, I'm gonna do 
anything to take you out. I'm going like to sabotage that. your brand. Yeah. I'm going to tell, I'm going to pay, I'm going to say you watch midget porn. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to do anything. I'm going to say like your mom's a man and you was really, you know, I'm going to say yeah. anything. And like that, again, like everything in life ain't got to be a competition. That's that, that's and what then, I'm saying here. I feel like that's what it is though. Yeah, like it, it's hard to, to be able to see it on a large scale, but I'm a firm believer in like, you don't got to lose for me to win. Exactly. Just put that on Facebook a couple days. Ago. You don't have to. I don't you understand. You don't gotta lose for me. Why are you worried about other men? Bro, I'm finna do me. Like, I'm not finna focus on you. Like, I definitely draw inspiration from different places. Like, it's a lot of people that, you know will help me out give me tips on what to do and how to do it like I'm, I try to do the same like I'm a supporter in my industry because if my that's industry real. grows I grow that's real shit um, I love it but that's how I think like, too you know I only got two hands I only, it's only so many hours in a day like right. if I wouldn't want to send my clients off like I got a lot of barbers that I refer people to you know according to what their needs are that's real there's man. different people that address different needs that's real man that's kind of a wrap it up, man. If you got to wrap it up, man, for one thing, man, what would you say to the youth? Man, stay focused and, you know, learn. The biggest lessons I ever learned in life is from other mistakes. Like, not everybody got the recipe to success, but it's a lot of people that fail at what they're trying to do. So, if you can look at what somebody's doing and see where they mess up, like, if I just reached to, on the stove and burnt my hand, what make you think you Superman? You gonna to touch it and not get burnt? Learn from my mistakes. Learn from his mistake. Learn from the people around you, good and bad, and you know take that in the stride. Like you know, a lot of my, a lot of where I'm at in life, I felt was procrastinating because I ain't get focused. Like if you focus earlier, you could be in a whole better place. And like, again, like I'm trying to preach that to everybody around me. I want everybody to succeed because you don't gotta lose for me to win. I'm a con- I know what my responsibilities are. I know what I'm supposed to accomplish. And, you know, can't nobody stop me from doing that but me. And, you know, the same goes for you. Can't nobody stop you from doing nothing you want to do but yourself. If you know that you got a rough road ahead of you, if you know that the next person got a head start, well, prepare for it. If that's the road you want to go down. If that's the race you want to run, like, you starting 10 yards out behind. Whether it be the color whether it be the where you're from, whether it be the who you related to, like, like if, if it's what you want to do, prepare for it, regardless of what it is. And don't let nothing stop you but yourself. Holy shit, that was like the greatest speech. I feel like wow. I, I want to write a book now behind that speech. Like, <laughs> that shit, just, like, you changed my life with that speech right now. You just, like, I might not drink uh, Hennessy, but like, I would. Uh, like, for real, man, like. This shit was crazy. That was like a Coach Carter speech. But anyway, man. I feel like I'm behind. Say no. No, I say no say more. Say no more. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>